cheers, cheers, my cheers. good friend. It's a mystery. To, ooh. <laughs> the hard oh. drop-off. This is a mystery that we're drinking right now, unless someone had the foresight of looking at the episode title. I would guess people do. That's <laughs> probably just standard practice. To any so we didn't do an intro, but this oh. is the... Which we referenced on a past episode, the yeah. Pura Still. We've brought it in. You and Devin and I Cheers. talked about this on whatever episode we did together. This is spiked still water. And um, and before you, uh, oh, the pedantic members of Cold Can Nation come fucking with your pitchforks and, and, and torches at our front They're going to drag us. And you absolutely drag our asses. Uh, it's a premium malt beverage, and the Cold Cans brand encompasses malt beverages. It's mm-hmm. been established in the past. There is precedent. Let's it's move on. Canon. Yeah, we, uh, well, we've done, like, Sparks. We've done Not Your Father's Mountain Ale, though mm-hmm. I guess that's probably Mountain Ale. Yeah. Those so two. early indications. What do you think? Okay, so this is Spike Still Water, as we talked about. So this is water and alcohol. It is terrible. It's very off-putting. It's bad. It's so off-putting when you take a first sip because you expect anything as I'm opening a, a bottle or a can, I'm expecting some carbonation yeah. and flavor. This has neither. It is close to water. Yeah, it's bad. It's got an artificial blackberry taste. And um, my girlfriend Alyssa actually pointed out that it sort of tastes like Propel, if you remember Gatorade yeah, Propel. totally. Like the artificial grape flavor in yeah. your Propel. Flat. That's sort of what Flat. it tastes like. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not good. It's a, it's a spike, a little, little bit of a hint of flavor. Yeah. It's LaCroix at the without end. bubbles. Yeah. Right, right. It and Eric said that. My my roommate Eric tried this and he said it is like you've left a seltzer sitting out all day, picked it up at the end of the day, oh still some left, and then had it. And that's yeah. what it tastes like. It's it's so it's four point five percent alcohol. Eleven point two fluid ounces in these bottles. Eleven point two if and they're filled consistently. I know we had some controversy here. Yeah. One of these bottles was filled all the way up the neck, and then the other one was filled below the neck. Yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> There's this, no it's... quality control over here. Is this is this made in the Boeing factory? Oh, <laughs> no. What it is? It's a guy sitting in a bathtub, and depending on the cologne, you won't shit on a local Boeing no, company. I won't. I'm you on. won't. I'm moving on. It's a guy it's sitting a in a bathtub joke. dunking bottles. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever cologne he had put on is what the flavor is. Yes. So this is apparently Mandarin, mango, or like. blackberry cologne uh-huh. each day. Yeah, it is bad. And the you don't get any of the flavor till you're swallowing it. And it's not a good surprise. You no. know, that's the bad part. And the the thing about it is, if I'm if I'm an alcoholic drink, if it's supposed to be refreshing, and if it's not refreshing, it's problematic. <laughs> if if you're not drinking this because you want to be refreshed or whatever, right? And this is not refreshing at all. I know, like even trying to transport yourself to like a hot summer day outside. Yeah. I don't even know if this would be good in that at a situation or whatever. It wouldn't. It's the the point of carbonation is that it's refreshing, it, right? But it, it plays in your mouth and it and it unlocks flavor in a different it way. Dances on just, your tongue. It absolutely, it's a party in your tongue, and it and it uh, it unlocks flavor. That uh-huh. is what carbonation does, and pure still, still water doesn't. This is a mistake. This hey, was a mistake. I'm still drinking it. I'll tell yeah, you that true. much. I probably will end up liking it by the end of it. <laughs> Get two or three of these in. So there's a lot of their website is a lot of uh, like trying to back up what they're trying to do here. Right. And so the there's a FAQ section. Or a fax, as I like to call them. What? Fax. Fax. Got it. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> and how I, would you pronounce fax? So the only way you could pronounce fax, fax is F-A-C-T-S. 
but FAQs. Facts. 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 Okay. So what are the ingredients in Puristil? Puristil is made with simple and straightforward ingredients. Yeah, let me tell you, containing nothing artificial to deliver a refreshing, really? great-tasting spiked still water with just a hint of fruit flavor. The ingredients, purified water, malt alcohol base. I think that's what's playing that's with the us problem. the malt alcohol base. That's the problem. Cane sugar, citric acid, natural flavors, coconut water powder, and sodium what? benzoate to preserve flavor. So they do say there's coconut water in here, but then on this, like on the bottle, it says coconut water, and then on here, it says coconut water powder. So, so instead of true coconut water, they have regular water, mm-hmm. and then they sprinkle some powder on the top. And yeah, so I think that's that pretty coconut. common though. Well, you is get that the what concentrate. Coconut water is? No, that's probably not actual coconut water, but well, like not things that are concentrated in things, like in mass mass produced things. Like sure, sure. They're like added to water. Got Otherwise, it. it's not. Well, what's the point? What's the point know. of putting that in there? That, that would be powder. the sweetness, I assume. I no, thought they, that was the hint of the black. It does say one gram of cane sugar on its own, so I don't know. This is fucking bad. <laughs> and the other thing is, what what's the the point or the malt alcohol mm-hmm. with just still water? Just conceptually, is a misfire. Right? There's in in any. Well, what else would it be? At any. You want to do level, like a vodka water type thing? Uh, I, no, I don't want to do still water mixes. <laughs> I think that's the mystery. So let's get to that point. Okay. So they're saying there's no bubbles so that you don't get filled up, basically. Like, you can lay at the beach and not get a little bloated from all the bubbles. You see, this is, you recently have been very into this concept. You don't want to mm-hmm. be the bubble boy these days. <laughs> I'm not against bubbles. This is, didn't you say, uh, a while back you were pouring a beer directly into well, the middle yes. of a glass, and you were like, I don't like the bubbles. Because I think some beers are overly carbonated. Like, you can pour a beer hard, and it still has some carbonation in it. It's not like it goes completely flat like this. It doesn't turn still. I think some, like, mass-produced canned beers are, like, overly carbonated. Okay. To preserve freshness or whatever. So you want some carbonation. We agree this is is some bad, bad bad. alcohol. Man, what a misfire. Who's the company that made this? I'm looking on the Uh, The Pura Beverage Company out of Rochester, New York. Oh, Thank Pure you. Beverage Company. Um, okay. So it's not owned by a conglomerate? I'm sending them an email. You should. Press at puristillbeverage.com. Mm. Um, God damn it. By the way, breaking news. Fuck. While we're recording this, the NFL draft first round is happening. Kyler Murray was selected by the Arizona Cardinals, and the San Francisco 49ers took Nick Bosa out of Ohio State. Wow. Wow. Breaking news. Um, who do you want the Packers to draft? I have not followed the draft at all this year, which is pretty uncommon for me. It used to be a big part of my life. It's always around the same time as my birthday. You have things going on now. Yeah, it's true. I have a job now. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I haven't followed it at all. I'm still on the we need a pass rush train as we a do. Packers fan. We do. And we're losing. Uh, I mean, Nick Perry we never really had. Clay Matthews was okay last year, but it was totally he on was, his last legs. He was atrocious last year. He wasn't. He was I mean, he, I think he was beaten water. down by the... Uh, BS roughing the passer calls that okay. ca- kept us from winning the Super Bowl. Um, but I think they need a pass rush. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? I, I wholeheartedly agree. You got to have somebody off the edge that can create pressure and then the whole defense will click. Be also, Buttigieg hey, off the edge. I'm, I'm Buttigieg I'm, 2020. I, I'll come off the edge in, 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 I do not know how to say this. <laughs> I like Pete Buttigieg. I like Pete. Uh, okay. We talked about this. I think every candidate should have to show their ass, picture their ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I'm with you on this platform. If you saw Joe Biden's ass and Donald Trump's ass, mm-hmm. 
and Pete Buttigieg's ass, mm-hmm. who are you going to vote for? You know what I'm saying? Bernie Sanders' ass. You're going to vote for What context Pete. am I seeing their ass under? Just a picture of their ass. Just it's like a, they're standing up straight? It's a standard. It'd be like you you have to go in, you get your pictures taken like at a passport mm-hmm. thing. So it's all very standard. Okay. Very medically done. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. You have to The file. White House doctor is also a cameraman who takes pictures right. during and the like, physical. Trump's is clearly Photoshopped. He's got like a hot ass. And everybody just whatever it's Pete they Pete Buttigieg's ass. Well, I just think... I think we don't have asses aside. Pete Buttigieg is uh, he's I, I like the what do you like about message him? that he carries. He's articulate. He's young. He has some energy. Mm-hmm. He uh, he has charisma. Um, I think that's the type of thing that's going to beat uh, Trump in twenty twenty, and not treading out some career politician with potential baggage that the Trump train can can run over. Okay, so. I like Pete Buttigieg. How the fuck did this guy come up? Oh, Edge Rusher. Edge Rusher, baby. Yeah, because it's Edge Edge. Um, but Thanks I, for that I do think they should commentary. submit. I should think they should submit pictures of their ass. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a great PR move, I think. And should we submit of pictures of PR, our ass to Cold Cans? Maybe Nation? those are next two Instagram posts. Mine would have to do the thing where you post four pictures that show one image they're all side by side there's no distance there's no uh camera lens that can resolve far enough to still capture your entire ass Mm -mm. in one photo need Uh, four pictures that's not true um do you uh you mentioned it's your birthday your big birthday boy coming up the triple b triple b how do you my golden no it's not it's (laughs) it's getting getting close though i know uh how do you handle Birthdays in this uh, stage of your life. What are you? Forty, forty-seven, and I've come. I've come. He's come. <laughs> I've done uh, multiple circles on this subject. I think okay. I went through a stage of like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, don't make a big deal out of it. Okay. To now, it's like there's so few reasons in life to have fun or to celebrate something that it's it's sort of like, why Thank not you. do it? Fuck yeah! So that's been my my stance on this issue for the past two or three years. We all want to party. Yeah, and we exactly. We want to hang out. Yeah, why, why and be like, like how, no, I don't want that memory. So few times can we, like, have an excuse to tell someone, like, oh, congratulations on your life or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. love you. We're all around you and we care about you. Yeah, exactly. And I think that the, the whole concept of, like, being like, I don't, I want to diminish that feeling is fucked up. I think it's fu- I think <laughs> it's, it's more f- selfish than reveling in it. I think so. To do it with birthdays, any celebration, weddings, mm-hmm. anniversaries, celebrate Live it all. Live it up, We want to celebrate with you. Mm-hmm. We love it. All right, good. I'm happy you're back into birthdays. Um, You've always you, been a big birthday boy? Um, no, I, I actually get anxiety with uh, birthdays. I'm worried that I'll throw a party or, or have an event and people won't want to come. No one will come. Yeah. It's like it's like a nightmare scenario. It's like you're back in eighth grade and no one comes down to the bowling alley for it, your it, birthday no, party on a Wednesday. I swear to God, this happened. Uh-oh. I had a birthday party at the bowling alley in Manawa, and I was very young. And there was a few people that showed up, and Tommy Lowney was there. Mm-hmm. I'll name drop him. Tommy Lowney was there, and he said, "This party sucks. I want to leave." <laughs> to me, I was the birthday boy. Oh no! And we had my cake down there and stuff. And I think he left early because he wasn't having enough fun. Wow. Yeah. Getting bullied at your own bowling party. I, I swear to God, I think at 29 years old, I still get anxiety about birthday parties because of that uh, Good moment. Lord. What a shame, And your huh? birthday's in winter, so you had to have it at a bowling alley. Right. 
And also, we were really young. I, I mm-hmm. probably didn't even pick where I fucking wanted it. I just wanted, we had pizza and cake <laughs> and like friends were hanging out and bowling. What the fuck is wrong with that? Yeah. What's wrong with you? What's the deal? What's the deal, Tom. Tommy? <laughs> Call in. Call in on the show. <laughs> I want you to defend your actions at that time. Uh, you scarred me for life, you uh, motherfucker. I have such good memories, though, of NFL draft time and my birthday because it was always around that time. Mm-hmm. So I'd have people over. We'd watch the NFL draft when it used oh. to be rounds one through four or one through three, I think, in one day. Yeah. And it would take all day. And so we'd sit there eating pizza, drinking soda pop. You can't be. What kind and of soda watching, pop? Uh, probably the Mountain Dews of the world. Fuck yeah. Mountain Doritos Dew and Sprite. Oh, yeah, Make yeah. Lots of Doritos. So Doritos, Dirty Mountain toes. Dew, pizza. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you beat Explains it? Explains why I was a three hundred pound high schooler. Well, we were all doing it. it we were all three hundred pounds back then. <laughs> in uh, no, Wisconsin. It was great. It was great. I still um can vividly remember like watching the draft with my buddies. Yeah. It was the best. It is. I loved mock drafts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I loved reading about that when I was younger. Yeah. They were total gibberish. Yeah. Nick, what's going on here? This mic stand. What? Falling off the table. Nick is is un, is practically under the table at this point. He decided to just put a pin in the podcast and fix this mic stand. As hey. I was coming up with a fun anecdote about the drafts, about mock drafts, I and how they're about bullshit. This business, Joe. Okay, there it is. Now it's fixed. Well, you put it on the other one. It was always over there. It had this been one's falling not out. on the other. Table. I know, but that was what something our employee Matt here? Flunker decided he was going to do. Interesting. He flipped <clears> the mic stands around. <laughs> It actually makes more sense because this way it doesn't pinch the mic cord and that side does. This is so good. he's this actually, is good pod, he yeah. made a better decision. All right. Well, um, I love the draft too. Uh, my go-to was not pizza because it was so hard to get a pizza. I lived out in the country. So like if people Frozen za, baby. Well, Give me froze, that Jack. But I'm not doing frozen za. I'm doing like. Give me uh, that tombstone. Pizza rolls, Totino's. And stuff Let like me that. see those pizza rolls. Let me see those pizza rolls. So uh, I also love the draft, but I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, I've come around on that as well. That's something that's evolved in my life. Because it is just all speculation and stuff. And I think that's what used to be exciting about it to me. Yeah. Was just, like, the possibilities and, like, yeah, who am I going to put in my mock draft and stuff like that. But you have real things going on in your life I have more things going on. I don't have time is basically it. I can't follow follow college football. So then I don't really know who any of the prospects are unless they played in the Big Ten. Right. Or, yeah, or play for a national powerhouse. I'm not even there anymore. Yeah. Same thing with college basketball. I used to be able to fill out brackets with some uh-huh. intelligence. And I didn't I'd have, even fill out a bracket this year. I filled one out. I took last place in our uh-huh. uh, buddies league, a Stodiac's uh, league. I think I took literally last wow. place. I, I was just randomly do, picking. I was yeah. randomly picking teams like you hear people joke about. And I was. Mm-hmm. I would always roll my eyes and be like, okay, come on. I, you know something. You can pick mm-hmm. a direction. I knew nothing. Wow. I, I don't know. It, it's a shame. Like It feels to me... Like it's kind of this threshold into uh, into adulthood that I've crossed, where I like don't know anything about sports anymore. That was my childhood's choice. Yeah, was sports. I've thought about that more recently because I have been watching a lot of Bucks basketball and Brewers baseball more than I've probably maybe ever have in my life. Interesting. And so I've gone from really worrying about the league overall. Like I would watch a lot of ESPN, see all the stuff that was happening but not really watch every game of a team that I liked. So now I'm at the point where I think it's just comforting to watch, like, Bucks Brewers yeah. when they're on. And they're good. That helps, obviously. Yeah, I, that's a big deal. I, I've also, I've watched, I I always watch the Brewers 
I never really watched a lot of the Bucks and did kind of last year and this year, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. But for the most <laughs> part, what? yeah, I have followed the Bucks for a long time. <laughs> um, oh, have you? Uh, yeah, you honestly, just said you just, never watched them very much. No, I didn't watch them regularly. Is what I meant. I followed gotcha. them. I followed gotcha, the gotcha, team, gotcha. but I, I mean, I wouldn't be like, oh, the Bucks are on. I'm going to sit down and watch them. Yeah, the Brewers actually kind of always did though. Um, but anyway, uh, Wisconsin sports great. The other, the other thing that's faded away from my life: video games. Oh, really? Yeah, I love video games, and I, I, I think I tell myself I still do, but it's one of these things now where I'll sit down to play a game, and it's like a half an hour, and I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. Huh? Because uh, video games are kind of just designed for you to complete challenges and and pass a task, and then that gives you gratification. It's so like as, work. So as a kid, that's great because you're like, I beat the level, I collected the coin, I mm-hmm. beat the boss, whatever. Past this level, I'm on to this next level, and you feel something about like you're growing and you're learning and you're becoming a different yes, you person. Are. <laughs> and uh, and it just doesn't do it for me really as much as a boss or as a as, as a boss, <laughs> because no, I, I was going to say because it feels like it's my boss telling me that I have mm. these tasks to complete. Gotcha. And uh, you it, still play some video games though, correct? I do, I but mostly for narrative reasons mm-hmm. so i really like playing a game that will affect me narratively god of war was a recent one that did it red dead redemption 2 another blockbuster that i sure. uh, thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed because then I, I have like an emotional response to the character but the games like also games that like it's like multiplayer games where you just you know you go in you, you start the match everybody kills each other and you start it again mm-hmm. whatever the fuck Fortnite is at, at this point in these days i have no no attraction and i used to have that hmm. so like what am I anymore? What's my identity? If I'm not watching sports and I'm not playing uh, video games, what are the things that I like? You're I'm doing funny with, stuff, Joe. I know, and I, I, but I think like in my head, are you, I, what who you want to be? Is that what you're grappling with? Maybe, or even just th- that I am who I am now. I'm the guy who's doing this this podcast and working where I am, and and we're doing all these things together, and mm-hmm. I like to go out to eat, and I have th- th- all the stuff that I like now. Uh, I still in my head, though, think I am video game sports guy. Hmm. I think I'm not anymore. Hmm. I think it's kind of just dawning on me right now. What difference does that make, though? I don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know how to project Uh-oh. myself according to the brand that I've crafted carefully. That's the, it doesn't have to be the one brand, man. We I don't play video games at all. Multi-dimensional Nick Patry with new, <laughs> filled with nuance, Mister Nuance. I'm not filled with nuance. I'm a very simple man. What's I don't play video games at all. What's your brand these days? My brand, Spike Stillwater hmm, guy. Yeah, not getting gassy so I can look cut at the beach. <laughs> um, no, I don't really have a brand. Yeah, you finished yours. Was it going down well, or is that what got you <laughs> spouting off all this existential stuff? No, I got nervous about the existential stuff. So I, when I get nervous, I drink what's in front of me. If it's water, Fair. If it's spike still water. Fair. So I was just drinking it. It still tastes bad. So yeah. Keep going. Keep pure going. still tastes bad. I, I don't, I try not to think about that more. I try to do just whatever, you know, mm. feels fulfilling. I guess I don't think about it either. I, okay. That's a good well, point. That's good. I'm not like consciously putting an effort into it. But I so, think the late 20s is a tough time in your life is what I've said to myself to comfort myself. Really? That it just feels like there's no right answer to anything. And it's all sort of experimentation or we're like halfway between um, kind of adolescence and adult, actual adulthood. Yeah, we're on the, we've crossed to the precipice of adulthood and mm-hmm. we're not really sure where to walk. It's a big, wide experience. Not sure where to piss. Yeah, it's a big wide toilet over there, and you don't know which direction to piss. 
<laughs> I I agree. I it's the yeah you've we've climbed this because you really are kind of climbing this this ladder as as an adolescent. You there you, you're supposed to go to school. It's all kind of mm-hmm. determined, and then you get to this this plateau, and you're an adult, and you look around, and you have no idea what to do. And we're all kind of wandering near the edge still. Mm. Uh, and I I. I I'm not going to jump, but I am looking around, having no idea what direction oh, to head. Yeah. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking, thinking. now. We discussed this before. What does it mean that he's six feet from the edge? Oh yeah, is have we he, ever talked about that in the podcast? I don't think, I think so. it's a reasonable discussion. He's six feet from the edge, and yeah. he's thinking. Hold on, let me look up the lyrics. You you. Have some yeah, it's homie. Now I'm six from the edge, and I'm thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down. Right. So he's so he is he six feet from the edge. Is he in the grave, looking up to the plane of the earth, six feet down no. there, and thinking to himself, "Hey, I'm not so far down." Or is he six it. feet from the from the bottom of the? He's looking into the grave. He's six feet from the the edge being the bottom. Right. That's, that's where that's it falls so apart. Down. I think. Or is he six feet from the edge of where the casket goes, in which case he can't possibly see that right. far down unless he's, unless very, he's tall. very tall. Uh, it's confusing. I think it mixes up the edge with, yes, the bottom of the grave. But I think what it's implying is thinking about suicide or, like, you know, accepting the end of your life. Interesting. And so you're like, it seems like this big barrier, the edge, but when I see it, it doesn't seem that doesn't far seem away that from what so I, I should kill my. I'm thinking about killing myself. Yeah, I think that's wow. what they're saying. So uh, let me give you some of the lyrics here. Please come now. I think I'm falling. I'm holding on to all I think is safe. Mm-hmm. It seems I found the road to nowhere, and I'm trying to escape. I yelled back when I heard thunder, but I'm down to one last breath. And with it, let me say, let me say, hold me now. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down. So he's asking somebody to come to his side, hold on to him, yeah, yeah, because he uh, he might he might kill himself. It's not that bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> Besides the thunder, yeah, I don't think it's bad. I was trying to parse that out. What that could mean? Thought I heard thunder. Is that what he said? Yeah. So he says, uh, "It seems I found the road to nowhere, and I'm trying to escape." I yelled back when I heard thunder. Back when but I I'm down thunder. to one last breath. It just feels like he needed to write a line between I'm trying to escape and I'm down to one last breath. Yeah, and maybe. So he, he, he wrote a gibberish line. Maybe. Or he felt like he was reaching out for help and all he heard back was like nothing, basically like thunder, like noise, but nothing helpful. Interesting. So then it carries on. It says, I'm looking down now that it's over, reflecting on all of my mistakes. I thought I found the road to somewhere, somewhere in his grace. I cried out, heaven save me, save me, but I'm down to one last breath. And with mm. it, let me say. And he goes into it again. And the last one is, sad eyes follow me, but I still believe there's something left for me. So please come stay with me, because I still believe there's something left for you and me, for you and me, for you and me. Hmm. So oh, I so think he doesn't love. kill himself. Yeah. Right. But love will save you from and suicide. And I think his grace Self-love. is what saved him. Okay, thank you for tuning uh, in to the to Creedcast. Song Exploder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, let's get back to this beer and wrap this thing up. There's no beer advocate score, which doesn't play well into our assertion that this should be on this podcast, but it has a 2.38 out of 5 on Untapped, and that's from 1,400 ratings, actually. Wow. Um, 
So, so not bad. very good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. bad. Okay. They don't do a uh, adjective on here, but but yeah, it's it's not good. We've settled on that as well. Both they, of our take is they've that got it's some decent bad. copy, which we I don't think we read that on the show. I'll do oh, yeah, that quick. Read the copy. So it says, "Why is pure still non-carbonated? Pure still is the first spiked water that doesn't need bubbles to keep things interesting. Made with a splash of coconut water powder and a hint of fruit flavor. Refreshing, totally. Still, absolutely. Flat, not a chance." I that's love pretty that. good copy, but that just confirms for me that this is all a marketing ploy, it and is. that's all this thing is. It's marketing-driven. They created the product after they came up with the marketing. The You're going to see this, yeah, yeah, at beaches of Cancun right. or some shit, and you have to drink it because that's all there is, it, yes. and it's the trend. Totally. And the 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 and, and the, there'll be a big, giant, like, blow-up bottle mm-hmm. where they're passing out free puristils. Yep. And the engineers, meanwhile, in the lab, are standing there and they're they're fucking they light up another cigarette and they go what did they ask us to do and they had to come up with this whatever concoction like, look is this what is this going to do it is it 90 calories yeah okay fine and that's why they've filled up half filled and fully filled these bottles the way they have it's in, not in good in theory it's not good so they put it to 11.2 ounces instead of 12, probably so they could get to that 90 calorie thing because their scientists were like, that's as low as we can go <laughs> yeah, on the we calories. Can't do it anymore. And then they're like, well, we can't put 91 calories. The laws of physics, though. <laughs> All right. Should we rank it? Yeah, let's rank it. So I'm is... uh, purely in Russian radioactive territory. Oh, yeah. So our bottom, let's do our bottom. Well, let's read all of Russian radioactive. So starting at 77, we have Sierra Vesa. Palisades Pineapple, Not Your Father's Mountain Ale, Odul's, Smirnoff Ice, Bud Light Shalada, and Sparks. I know exactly where I'm putting it. Uh, do you want me to say or do you want to take a stab? Uh, you should. You can say. Smirnoff Ice is better than this. Yes. But Bud Light Shalada, I, I mean, it made my skin crawl. This didn't make my skin crawl. Right. So I have this at 82 between Smirnoff Ice and Bud Light Shalada. I'm fine with that. I didn't mind chalada as much but i agree that it's sort of more of an offensive flavor like you could drink this and it's not like if if someone kill you if an instagram model was chairing a festival and i wandered into it while i was in cancun and some uh festival person in a big blue and shirt, joey's always in cancun right. folks and a festival person in a blue shirt gave me a pure still i would drink one if they gave me a bud light chalada i wouldn't i'd turn it down yes i would say no Yes. So I would drink it if it were free, I guess. I think that's fair. 82. All right. Well, uh, should we wrap this thing up? I don't know how Let's the NFL wrap it up. draft is. Oh, oh, hold on. Mommy. Sorry. They're up to I, the, I got the fifth music pick too now. Much. Packers have the 12th pick. The Packers have the 12th pick, you said? So I'm going to I'm gonna record the NFL draft. We're going to watch it next week while we record, and then okay. maybe on that show we can talk about who the Packers take. I think that's a good idea. Um, I also think that... I'm looking down now that it's over. I'm Uh-oh. reflecting on all of our mistakes, drinking this pure still. Uh, I thought we found the road to somewhere, which was uh, an interesting new malt beverage. But somewhere in his grace, I cried out, heaven save me from ever drinking a fucking pure still uh, ever again. <laughs> I fucked up the music again. <laughs>
The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 